Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone. For drivers who want to get the most out of their cars, it's Bridgestone or nothing. Dow Automotive Systems. Improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. And by Hyundai. Experience the 2011 Hyundai Sonata today at HyundaiSonata.com. This is AutoLine Daily for Friday, July 29, 2011. And here's the latest of what's happening in the automotive industry. Is the new CAFE standard really achievable? Historical data would suggest it is not to hit the Obama administration's target of 54.5 miles per gallon. Automakers would have to improve fuel economy at a rate of 5% per year for cars and 3.5% for trucks. But Bloomberg reports that over the last 100 years, the industry has never hit that rate. Even with all the hybrids that have hit the market since 2007, the rate of improvement was only 2% per year. On last night's AutoLine After Hours, Jay Barron, the chairman of the Center for Automotive Research, noted there's one ray of hope for automakers. In 2021, they have a midterm review. Right. So that was introduced, the midterm mm. review. So it's, mm. it is not a firm mandate through 2025. We also had Mark Perry, the director of product planning for Nissan in the U.S. on the show. Both he and Barron agree that the CAFE standard is likely to be reduced after that midterm review. Sergio Marchionne announced the expected management change at Fiat Chrysler yesterday, but Wards cites an industry expert who says Marchionne still has too many direct reports. There will be 21 executives reporting directly to Marchionne, four fewer than before, but Gerald Myers, a professor at the University of Michigan and the former chairman and CEO of American Motors, says that's still way too many. He says the maximum number of direct reports any CEO should have is eight or 10, and even that's a lot. Ward says Marchionne is risking burning himself out. A while back, we reported that Nissan is launching a product assault with a new or redesigned vehicle coming out every six weeks on an ongoing basis for years, but it's not just Nissan. Toyota is readying a product blitz, the likes of which the company has never seen before. It is coming out with 20 new models by 2013, and that is just in the U.S. market. And before this year is out, the Big T will launch a new Camry, a refreshed Tacoma pickup, the Prius V station wagon, the Prius plug-in, and the Scion IQ. The head of Bosch's operations in North and South America, Peter Marks, announced he's leaving the company. Marks, who was recently a guest of mine on AutoLine, has been with Bosch for 34 years. He's not being pushed out, but is leaving for his own personal reasons. Marx is being replaced by Dr. Werner Struth, who has been the president of Bosch's chassis systems control division since 2005. The changes are effective at the end of this year. Coming up next, when it comes to the North American Car of the Year, the critics are speaking out about the new Honda Civic, and what they're saying ain't pretty. That is coming right up. What if we always settled for the first thing that came along? Then we'd never have gotten here. Introducing the Sonata Hybrid from Hyundai. 
This week on AutoLine, we're looking at all the new cars and trucks that have come out so far this year, all with an eye towards which ones might become the 2012 North American Car and Truck of the Year. Joining me for that discussion are Eddie Alterman and Tony Swan from Car and Driver Magazine, who, like me, are on the jury for the North American Car of the Year. And they have some shocking things to say about the new Honda Civic. Uh, the Civic used to be really an engaging, uh, very light, uh, you know, fun to drive, very uh, well-tuned chassis. Um, now it's sort of like had all the fun sucked out of it. And uh, it, it's just an incredible um, step backward for that vehicle and a, a depressing one. The, the impression that we uh, keep talking about a car and driver is that somebody, somehow uh, Honda seems to want to become Toyota with these bland products that are probably going to be pretty reliable, not uh, reflecting on Toyota's recent travails, but uh, that our character is just absent. And that is certainly true of the Civic. I think disappointment is an awfully strong word, but it's pretty close to that. I should say, however, that the Civic Si is pretty darn good. You know, they... Uh, That's the high-performance version. Exactly. Of it. It's almost sort of like what VW is doing in that same segment with Jetta versus GLI. The Jetta is very dumbed down and... Uh, it, it, that's a whole other show, probably. But they're still retaining, <laughs> you know, the uh, the independent rear end for the GLI, and they're making that uh, a true enthusiast machine. Well, that's interesting, though, about the uh, SI. Uh, they made some uh, detail improvements and everything, but in terms of its performance, it's competing with the uh, the Volkswagen GTI and with the uh, Mazda Speed 3. It's in that segment, and it is not a performance competitor for either. That's true. That's true, but it is so much better than the mainstream Civics that I think it's That's worth mentioning. True. By the way, you can see that entire show right now on our website at AutolineDetroit.tv, and it is a good one. Hey, don't forget to tune in to Roundabout tonight when the crew is talking with Jonathan Klinger from Haggerty Insurance, a guy who is spending a year doing all his driving in a Ford Model A. And that ought to be a good one, too. Tune in tonight for Roundabout. But that brings us to the end of this show. Thanks for watching. Have a great weekend, and we will see you on Monday.